Hey, I'm Catherine. And I'm Catherine. And this is Catherine Squared. Welcome back, guys. Here we are in another studio. <laughs> we like to pretend we have studios, but really just like another space in our apartment living life. But it's super nice. It's like we have a whole other apartment. Yeah, it is nice to get out of the apartment and record somewhere new. It's always interesting to see if like anything will happen, like people walking in or things like that or weird noises, but so far so good. <laughs> yeah, and we always test the audio because we're just so hardworking <laughs> and we've obviously listened to a lot of pods and audio is key. So, oh, yay. We're just like looking at um, different ideas for our pod. And we, funny enough, like, well, actually, Cass came up with a really good idea a while ago. And it's funny that we're in different parts of our apartment because building complex is that kind of has something to do with it. But um, this epi is all about like what we're binging, would you say? Yeah, and it's funny enough, our second episode of last year <gasps> oh, was also was. what we've been binging. So our second episode of this year it was going to be the same. It was episode two. Oh my gosh. And now it's episode two again because we're on season two of our pod. Um, and it's mostly a bunch of TV shows Cass and I have watched. And I always make everyone like rate. I'll probably be like, okay, out of 10 or out of five stars, whatever, like rate it. Um, but first I just have to talk about what I texted you <laughs> before we recorded. I literally texted Cass and I was like, the Alex Earl of it all. So if you're listening, you're like, who the F is that? You were me a couple weeks ago. I didn't know who this girl was. I heard her mentioned on another podcast. And then I saw she was at like Selena Gomez's rare beauty event in New York city. Okay. So I'm not on TikTok that much and I'm like new to TikTok. So it's like, I know, Oh, there's like a million influencers, right? Like, you know, it's kind of luck. It's kind of what the algorithm, the numbers. Um, but I will say like, I'm not, I'm not going to hate on anybody because the girl is beautiful, like stunning. Like I'm sure She's a very lovely girl. I'm sure she's very nice. I've heard she's like really humble, which is crazy to like get kind of like 15 minutes of fame so fast and gain so many followers. Like I can't imagine what that's like. And to like hear, oh, she's a really sweet and humble. Obviously I don't know her, is really nice. But like, am I surprised she is viral and went viral? No. <laughs> it's kind of like a beautiful white blonde haired blue eyed girl yeah, like am I surprised no with big boobs and big lips no I'm not surprised um but my thoughts were like okay then I'll get into like why I'm binging her TikToks like everyone else in the world is so first like I guess my thought was I'm not surprised at it which like that's like a little bit problematic that like <laughs> it's like not that she's cookie cutter in any way, but you know, like the whole like influencer or like viral 
where someone comes out of nowhere and she's so young. Isn't she still in college? Yeah, I think she's a senior. Wow, yeah, she does not need to apply for jobs if she can keep up, like... Oh, yeah, if she keeps the followers. Yeah, and, like, then, of course, there's, like, a lot of videos on... Of other people are making about her. Like, here, I'm talking about her. Um, so that's also interesting because they say she charges a lot, as she should. If you, if you can, like, why wouldn't you charge a lot? For, I don't know if it's brands or, like, TikTok she makes but I would assume it has to do with the brand. Yeah. It's not just like TikTok she's choosing to make, which is funny because like the makeup she uses, it's sold out everywhere. Mm -hmm. And what if she really doesn't use that makeup? She just came up with a good way to use it because they're like, I will pay you. It's possible. Right. To like use this mascara or whatever. So that was my first thought. It was like, I'm not really surprised like somebody that looks like her again, she's beautiful, is, like, famous right now, at least, like, whatever, in the spotlight right now. But then I thought, okay, how did she really get viral? Wasn't it talking about makeup and, like, reviewing it? Just as, like, a normal person. She's not a makeup artist, is she? Yeah, I don't think she's a makeup artist. I think it was just normal reviews that I see. I actually saw like videos talking about her before I ever like really looked into who she was. Right. Like you just saw her and oh she looks familiar, but you didn't really know her name to the face. Well no, not even that. It popped up on my algorithm of like other girls being like Alex Earl this. So I bought this. And I was like the mean girl sounds yeah Alex Earl. Why is she all of a sudden like the person to know who she is? Anyways, I didn't look into it. But that's and what then, like overnight. Yeah, and then it it a podcast they talked about it. So I'm like, now I have to. Now I have to see. Yes. So I looked her up. I followed her on TikTok, on Instagram. But again, nothing like stands out as anything different from any other influencer. Right, right. She's okay. Just, copy paste of every influencer which isn't necessarily like her fault or a bad thing exactly like exactly it's like luck like but like why her exactly i think it's just everyone has their obsession with colleges and usually it has to do with rush like the last couple years it's been yeah bama Bama Rush. rush um so i think that she's like you know the same vibe as the bama rush but not in a sorority so people are liking that like I see myself more in her than I do in the Bama Rush girls because she's actually not in a sorority and she's actually doing other things with her life. So she's like more relatable. Um, I know people have followed her. Like she's obviously had like longtime followers. So like, oh my gosh, remember her old TikTok videos? And now it's probably more sponsored content because like that's a job. Like if you could make money off of it, you would too. Um, What college does she go to? Does she say? I don't know. I don't know. I sound dumb because, like I said, like I'm new I feel to her. Like she's in Miami. Oh, interesting. Okay. But I can't remember if that was just because, like, she went to the New Year's or that's like where a she's Florida from. girl. Because mm-hmm. I know now she's like in LA because she was like a day of my life in LA because obviously she's traveling because of like her new fame as an influencer. 
So anyway, like, good to her. Am I a jealous wench? A thousand percent. <laughs> I, I saw her <laughs> talking about, like, why she didn't end up in a sorority and stuff like that. Well, she did end up in one, but not in the ones that she wanted originally. So I did, in fact, go back and stop her and figure out which sorority she was and in. And then I started talking her in a different way, which is why I texted you, because we were meeting to record. And I was like... I am watching Alex Earl on TikTok. I need to see her eyelash routine. I hate myself. <laughs> and again, that's not shade to Alex. That's why I was like, I'm not. Yeah. I, I don't want to be a she hater. She goes to University of Miami. Okay, interesting. So, so Florida girl. Florida girly. Um, yeah, no, I did in fact scroll back and figure out what sorority she was in. She yeah. was in Zeta. Well, because like, like, we need to do the research. We I did, did the research. We did the research. I did this a couple of weeks ago when I saw her video talking about like, you know, sorority life isn't everything. I'm still good friends with everyone that I went into the sorority with but did not continue because she dropped. Um, it was Zeta, which is, if you know any sororities, is one of the top tier sororities at most schools. Okay, so you're the Greek. So you're the Greek. I don't know why she was acting like the, the one she got into was not like a nice, like a, a great one to be in because she was acting like all her friends wanted to be in this other one, which she doesn't say. Try it out. That's the only one I know, but Triangle, but also that was big in the Midwest, and I don't know if that's or, big everywhere. Um, Sigma, Tri Sigma, okay, or at least those were like top ones or more top ones. Tri Delta was mid in Elon, um, but Sigma was top. Um, but I know Elon's is kind of messed up because Five U is not a top tier at most sororities, most schools, but it was at Elon because it's one of the older ones, and then like my sorority, which I love and did not go into knowing much about any of this it was kappa delta and their bottom bottom okay all this stuff is boys well, being because exactly like um, rating it and really <laughs> it's just like the culture of the school it's not any it's not any legit source no. and i love i love my sorority like that's funny because i feel like you you said what was kappa kappa delta yeah it's, it's big it's, it's big in the midwest oh it's big like, everywhere it's it's just not at Elon. <gasps> okay, because Elon, don't you think the, state schools are different than small liberal yeah, arts schools? Yes, definitely that too. We both went to a small liberal arts But school. the only reason that it's- Or private university. It's low on the totem pole is because it's the newest one. Our chapter was established in 2011. Oh, wow. So it's yeah. really new compared to the, all the ones that were in the like 80s, 70s, 90s. So uh, it's like the newest one on campus. So we get the bottom of the barrel. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it's like, oh, you have to establish yourself in this way or that dumb rules. So we are considered not as top tier, but you know, we're considered like the nicest girls on campus. So great. That's a like, much better reputation. Yeah, so much better reputation than being like the fuck girls on campus. Yeah. Or like, Oh, um, they're, they're <laughs> the ones that, um, cut all the girls yeah like based on the way they look or whatever yeah they circle all the yes. spots oh my gosh. like the cellulite uh, yeah yeah that yeah. yeah. circle no. for hazing but no hazing was ever involved in my sorority at all we it wasn't supposed to be in any yeah, sorority but i know band. yeah people still do it but mine like didn't it was great um you're also supposed to not like a lot of sororities will do like no drinking or no boys allowed in your um new member period but because that's considered hazing my sorority didn't care and it was great <laughs> wait that is so interesting that's considered hazing it makes sense to me it is wow it's not allowing you to do something or forcing you to do something those are both things plus, that are considered hazing plus what if a girl 
didn't like boys, she liked girls, so then she could have her girlfriend over, but you couldn't have your boyfriend over? Yeah, mind blown. That's also a thing. They always it's say like no equality. boys, but you could have your girlfriend over. Yeah. You're not. So that's smart. It's like do away with that whole like. Yeah. So my sorority didn't do any of that. And I love them. I love my Greek fam. It was great. I rushed as a sophomore though. So I had a different experience than a lot of girls. Elon also rushes in spring. Most rush in the fall before classes start. A lot of schools do that. Yeah. I I thought it was always like fall football time. Oh yeah. That's what it usually is. But um, some schools especially liberal southern arts and southern schools they spring. push it back um because they want you to establish yourself on campus before getting involved in a sorority That's so smart. they definitely have like rush events that are unsanctioned by a lot of the top tier sororities um where they invite the girls they want to see but i know that they're having trouble this year with girls not meeting the great GPA minimum. I was going to say they're kind of a grooming, like, come to this event. Oh, yeah, they definitely are grooming them to go to the specific sorority. But rugby is fun, and I, you know, I was a part of my Greek life. I was, um, I helped all the newbies come in and teaching them all the stuff about being in the sorority. And then I was also a Pi Chi, which was a leader outside. I had to disaffiliate from my sorority while going through Rush because and before Rush to help girls go through their own Rush experience. So I've been on like all sides of it and was also not in it for a year. So literally I have all the experiences you ever need being in a sorority. Our, our Greek, we need a Greek like correspondent <laughs> because that's a really good rule more schools should follow that college and adjusting to like that kind of life on your own is stressful enough so it's like being thrown into a sorority or fraternity on top of everything else could be beneficial if you feel like alone but now you have like this community or like extra stressful so yeah like that's especially if you don't get in like you get dropped from all the sororities right or you end up with a sorority you don't want and you drop then you feel like everyone's a part of a sorority and you're not, especially in the South, because most schools yeah. are very heavy in the Greek system, which I didn't really care about. I wasn't really looking forward to being in one. I never thought I would. My mom was in one for two years when she went to one of her colleges. Yeah. And then they didn't have another second college. Yeah, it's not for everybody. It's like, okay, wait. So Alex Earl got into, into a top tier sorority. She into got into Zeta. Zeta and turned it down. She went in for a bit and then dropped. Do you think because it just wasn't for her, she probably explained this in her TikTok videos, or it's because it's not the one she wanted? She said it was, wasn't for her because okay, she still lives with girls that were in, that are still in Zeta that she met while she was in it. Um, so she's still good friends with everyone in it. Some people just get overwhelmed by it, don't want to deal with all the rules, rules don't want to deal. She actually talks about it. She did follow the rules and so she'd get in trouble a lot so yeah yeah there's a lot of it's like let me leave before you can't post alcohol especially if you're underage um i did in fact post alcohol but i was 21 oh so it's like if you're legal but like i also posted stuff that was like obviously like cute fruity drinks i didn't post parties with red solo cups which is really where they had the issue you're holding like a four loco and everything <laughs> <laughs> blurred out like, so like i go and i force it's like, like oh, let me show you um or let me show me serving 
alcohol to minors and you're like you're the big and your little's like beer bonging no you didn't do that kind of stuff. no um and i very much only posted like classy things that's pretty much what my sorority standards were yeah like be classy yeah don't be blackout drunk posting stuff like not you know, making any sense post like Falling if you're gonna the post a picture of alcohol do it like Look at this drink I'm drinking, not like I'm getting hammered at a party. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm trying a cool drink at a restaurant, yeah. maybe, or whatever, yeah. a bar. And I never got in trouble, so. Yeah, I just feel like you <laughs> If I would have gotten in trouble, I would have killed myself. Not literally, <laughs> but like, I right. was you so been scared. Oh, yeah, of like the confrontation. Because yeah. they, like, you go to standards board, board yeah, and there's multiple people from every grade, every chapter. Judging grade. your strawberry deck. And then, and then, like there's the people that are like older that are Kappa Deltas, like but they like have real jobs now, so they're adults, but they come and help the our chapter out. Um, so then you talk to them too. And I was like, I will never no, no I would have dropped a pit <laughs> like pit in the stomach, nervous poops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Luckily, like, one crazy. of my best friends was on standards board, so I knew that she'd always be there if I did get called, but I never got called. Well, right, because you weren't the one, like, actually doing illegal stuff, like, or at least making it known, like, oh, I'm serving minors, like, you know, in an obvious way. But it's like, you guys were smart about it. You can get in trouble for your date's actions, so, like, I bring Brandon to my stuff, and I'm like, you better not fuck up, because I get in trouble. (laughs) I've only seen Brandon act... (laughs) A full <laughs> one time, so as long as you can do that, that. <laughs> maybe more than once. Once out in public, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> to clarify, star star in public. Um, no, he was always good, but I was always stressed because, like, especially my year that I came in, there was a big drama piece that happened, so I was like stressed on edge because yeah. they were yelling at us constantly. <laughs> it always takes one to ruin. One in the bunch to ruin it for everybody else. And that's literally what happened, so. Well, okay, so this is my last thoughts on Alex Earl. Wish her the best. Like, could not imagine um, a life like that. Or I'm sure it wasn't overnight. I, maybe it was for her. Like, an overnight I think it feeling. Was pretty fast. Um, like, where she wakes up and it's, like, her followers, which I'm sure she had a lot to begin with. Like, double, triple, quadrupled, and it's, like, a crazy I think they, amount of fame. I watched one video that was talking about how much she grew and I think she doubled or tripled within a couple of days which was really fast that's insane and just like having girls around I'm assuming like the United States and more but like girls around the country mentioning your name at like Sephora and all that like that's crazy I can't even imagine it that is honestly crazy um like the influence she has on people but what my last thought was um, yeah, like kind of like why her, which sounds really mean, but like why anybody? Exactly. And is it like a numbers game? Obviously, like I said, like she's nice to look at and has cool makeup tricks that I, of course, fell in the rabbit hole. Like I'm like, I'm so basic. That's why I was saying I hate myself because I'm like, but I need to know. Like, I can't. I'm like, wait, but I want to know what she does with her, how she curls her lashes. No, that's literally anyway, why I was it's watching like, her sorority story. Yeah. Guys, and like, I need to know. And then I was scrolling back on. Because it's fun. Because she has taken but off all her me. stuff from sorority life. So I had to scroll through her tag post to see what <gasps> sorority she was in. And yes, because, I did that. Yes, yeah, because, because people will, they, they have all, they have screen records. They have 
like screenshots of all of your digital footprint. Like I had to know what sorority she was in. Yeah. It was just necessary. Because for her, that's like in the past. But like to me, her talking about it, like it was great to hear her talk about it because I think we need more people talking about like the sorority other life isn't everything and it shouldn't be. Um, I mean, I was in a sorority and I barely did anything for it. So. Well, okay. And like, I respect you because like, you don't make it your personality and like no offense to people. But you know how, like, some people yeah, make it their personality. exactly. And that's what a yeah. lot of girls go in thinking college is going to be like. And there are some of those girls. But everyone wants to know the girls that aren't making it their personality, aren't making it their full, entire, everything. And all the good that can come from not joining like, or There leaving. are, if charities are, like, all your philanthropy stuff's really important. There are other clubs usually on campus that will do the same thing. I know Elon had, like, Habitat for Humanity stuff. Like, yeah, working with the shelters, working with a uh, therapeutic writing center. Like, there are plenty of things to do if you wanted to give back without being in a sorority. There was also, we had, um, like, fraternities and sororities that were, like, very focused on that. Like, they were... Yeah, they usually have their own kind of charity or something, but... No, everyone does, but there were specific, like, we had business fraternities and sororities. I don't think we had a business sorority, but a business fraternity that was co-ed. So some fraternities are co-ed, which um, Brandon was a part of. And then it's like for networking. Yeah. And then my little was a part of the service sorority. So there was a service sorority and service fraternity as well. So not only was there normal Greek life, there were other Greek life systems that were similar, but different. That's just a throwback. We had to do service hours in grade school and junior high. <laughs> and then just like, yes. And you had to go to like a soup kitchen or like a food pantry. And that's really, really good values. But I just had like flashback. That's oh, so yeah. funny hearing like service And then I had, to, I, had, I had to do a certain amount of hours working with our, our talent in, in mm-hmm. college because I decided I had to be part of the sorority. It's just like, okay, so with the Alex Earl thing, it's like, if you people are like, why this person? Why that person? And then I thought, like, okay, an Addison Ray, a Charlie D'Amelio, like the top followed people on TikTok, but they're talented dancers. Like, they could, they can both dance. So it's crazy to me when, like, a seemingly normal girl, which like I said, is she thin and blonde and blue-eyed? <laughs> like, yes. But still, like, how can, like, a seemingly normal girl become this famous, like, so fast? It fascinates me. It really fascinates me. Um, because, like, I mean, I don't know, maybe she does dance or sing. Who knows? Like, maybe she wants to be an actress. I don't know. But to me, it was like, she wasn't a makeup artist. She wasn't a singer. She wasn't a dancer. It's like, Addison and Charlie got famous like kind of overnight as well, but they had like the talent of being a dancer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like she's just like reviewing makeup products, which millions and millions of people do on TikTok. Oh, I know. I've done it before. <laughs> yes. And like, or talked about what makeup they use or their skincare routine, their makeup routine, or how they do their hair. I mean, she's literally one in not a million, like, 800 million yeah i mean I, her success also came from flipped. posting like three to five times a day but don't you get can't you get shadow banned from that no tiktok wants you to post a bunch interesting 
So she posts like three to five times a day. She sticks to like similar video styles okay. every day. So she she so that's she why was smart and had her niche. She, it was makeup. Saying, she did really maybe well. not always makeup, but she stuck to like makeup routine. Like every get single ready day. with me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then it makes more sense to me. It makes more sense. Niche is doing the same thing every single day. So not only was she able to post more because she was doing the same style video every single day is that she would post that every single day. She had a couple of videos that she'd post all the time and then she'd add things. And that um, created a good feed for her and it created loyal followers who want to come back. And her, her attached to maybe a certain hashtag. Okay, so she's a businesswoman and she was smart and I did not know that and like curated that. That's That definitely would have helped. It's still like mind blowing and no, it's still crazy how fast she grew. It's just it there was thought behind it. She didn't just really exactly willy nilly. Like some people will just post one video about some crazy story and they go crazy viral. But hers is more curated than that. And it was steady, obviously. It was a bit more steady than yeah, just having one video go viral, maybe gaining some followers, but then falling off. Cause it's like, it's so hard to keep that stamina. I don't know how she does it. <laughs> yeah. So like props to her and good luck to her because she's so young and has like so many opportunities. And we'll keep following along. Oh yeah. So like maybe, <laughs> surprise, she's coming on the pod. <laughs> she's <Only>. choosing us. <laughs> maybe we should reach out to her. Be like, maybe, we have the I mean, smallest podcast ever. <laughs> it wouldn't hurt. It would not hurt. Um, but yeah. Okay. And then I'm just dying to talk. We have to start with Jenny and Georgia. Yes, for sure. Okay, our huge TV binge recap rating starts now. Um, let's start with Jenny and Georgia. Cast and I were oh. so good and finished it because it came out last week. We both already finished it. Yeah, I finished it like Saturday. No, Same. Friday Friday. Night. You beat me. I, fin- I finished Even Friday though I started before Yeah. I... Finished Saturday morning, but I did start Thursday, but then I could have finished it Friday, but I went to bed. I think the acting on Ginny and Georgia is so freaking good. Like every one of them. I'm always surprised that it's like a Netflix show. Yeah. Yeah, Netflix better kiss their ass. Cause like that, I know it kind of has like a, I don't know, because I really feel like the follow, the followers and the fans like us are like hardcore diehard fans. But it's not like a Stranger Things or a um, Squid Game type following. And it's like, how? It's so good. I don't think many people knew about it. Before right? And that it took so long for the second season to come out that people like forgot about it. Ugh, waiting was so hard. That we both so watched hard. season two twice, I believe. Season I mean, one. season one. Yeah. Oh my God, that was I, crazy. I did season one. it like the night that I started season two. Which so. is so satisfying. But, um, okay, what should we rate? Should we do, like, out of 10, or should we do, like, out of five stars? I don't know, because either way, I'm giving it a 10. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Let's do five stars. So, like, five out of five Five for me. Five stars. Amazing perfection. Eight out of five for me. (laughs) Love it so much. It's the best show ever. Netflix needs to not wait another year, two years to get out with a third season. They need to be filming right now. Yeah, they need, they need to, right now, they need to come out with the end of the year. Like, it's, it's what we deserve for waiting two years for this season. Yes, two, that's a good idea. They can market it that way. Two seasons, 
in one year because we had to wait two years yeah. for the second season. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely a hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes. And if I were running the Rotten Tomatoes score for them, um, I guess like spoiler alert. Well, we don't have to give spoilers, but I, this is not a spoiler alert, but my favorite characters are Joe and Marcus probably. And I then Georgia. Marcus. Oh my God. Like the, his character Ever, all of the characters they did so well with like mm -hmm. development backstory but in particular because we talk a lot about mental health on this pod <laughs> he has a whole monologue about depression and then i can't take credit for like all these thoughts because like i'll read reddit and everyone thought that was so good because he's a kid from an upper middle class home has everything he needs food shelter has two really loving parents. Mm -hmm. Like those parents are amazing. Like really Georgia are. has her issues and problems, but like Marcus and Max, yeah. yeah, Max's parents are so amazing. So it's like you can, and that should be a comfort for parents that yeah. it's like, you can't do everything. Even if you do everything. Even if you do everything, right. It's going to be avoided. <laughs> it's not going to be hot, cold, you know, wrong, right, left, and right. And you're not going to change it by giving your kid everything. No. If they're born with it, they're born with it. If they have it, they have it. A hundred percent agree. So that was such a good portrayal of depression. It's like, you can have everything. And people are like, why is this kid depressed? He has everything. He has loving home and parents. That's exactly what depression yeah. is. It, it has no face. It does not look like a certain way. You just... Yeah, you have it or you don't. You can't describe it. not have it. Like, <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Totally. Some of the happiest people in the world are the people that have nothing. Have the least amount of stuff. Close to nothing. Yeah. And they're happy. Like, depression is just a mental illness, and everyone has to accept that. Like, and no one's safe from it. No. That's, like, the big takeaway, and I think that their underlying themes of the show are just really genius writing and, like, props to the writers. Obviously, the actors for, like, portraying it in a good way and, like, a realistic way. Um, I mean, there's also a lot of trigger warnings, so you should be careful and do yes. research on that if you have oh, any self-harm. Super trigger warning with self-harm. That episode wrecked me. Yeah. Just, like, I, mean, like, I was crying. Like, it, it, so make sure you're okay. Like, it's nowhere near 13 reasons why. Oh, my God. But it's still, it still can be tough to watch certain episodes on it. So make sure to do your research on that if you have trouble with mental health especially with self-harm yeah or eating disorders mm -hmm. um because those are both oh my gosh themes on the show yeah like Ginny self-harm season one like that comes back in season two in different ways and then but yeah the eating disorder with abby and then mm -hmm. oh spoiler sorry but these aren't the big spoilers so mm -hmm. it's fine um the these other girl that i don't know her name sam <gasps> like i didn't expect that i did and it's kind of like yeah, it's like a different. I expected it because she's kind of an outcast, of mm -hmm. and she's like trying to fit in more, and or like the anxiety of that is morphing into like an eating disorder. It's crazy. Like it's so good, and it's one show that I feel like has such diversity and different 
themes and talks about like different stuff like yeah like trauma and stuff you can find something that you relate to yes okay no good way to put it no matter who you are if you're a parent child high school or adult college what it doesn't matter yeah you're gonna find something you relate to but some shows i feel like oh they gotta have this character do this because they're trying to fit in and be cool and trendy and it's like no like Ginny and georgia just does it and it's like real yeah, and not like i overly try yeah it's just like you believe these are real people yeah for sure and it's like oh they make this character this because they you know they want to be um they want to be like trendy it's like no no i really just think i don't feel that way at all i'm not george i just think it's really really well done yeah i yeah gossip girl the reboot you can see it Oh my gosh. gosh. I still okay. watch it. Okay, perfect segue because I'm rewatching the original Gossip Girl and you've seen the new one. Yes. So talk about the new one because I'm so curious of why just, it's so bad. It's just they try to art. Exactly what we're talking about, how Jenny and George does great. Gossip Girl reboot, they try too hard. They're making too many people like bi and yeah. gay. Because they think they have to. Research, like they're trying to figure out their sexuality, which is great. Like that's yeah. a great theme to have in the show, but it's so overly done in the first season. The second season that I've been watching recently because it's been coming out is a lot better. I don't feel like it's oh, trying as okay. Do they have the same actors and actresses? Yeah. Oh, wow. So maybe it wasn't, people are like, oh, there's such bad acting like they're not carrying out the the writer's wishes but actually maybe it was the writer's fault yeah i think it was i think it was too much too soon like it was too too many things happening at the same time like yeah now it's like eye roll like in it's the not second realistic. season when you know the characters and you're starting to learn who they are and what their personality it's better versus like Ginny and georgia i felt like Immediately after I watched episode one, I'm like wrapped into their story. Yeah, the plot wrapped into it. Like, these are people, I believe they are people. Gossip Girl, it was like, which is kind of the point of Gossip Girl is you're supposed to not really believe they're real people because like it's supposed to be the elite of New York who's unrelatable. Yeah, but it was just they're trying so much to be relatable and then they had to have the like poor kid again that comes to the school that does not live in the city and yeah, you can't, it's also like you can't reuse certain plot lines. But and then I'm mad because like, you know who Gossip Girl is from the beginning. That's kind of like what I loved about Gossip Girl is like trying the to mystery. figure out who Gossip Girl is. Yep. And in the new reboot, you know who they are from the beginning. Which, yeah, they thought they were really doing something with that, I bet. Like, like, ooh, this is going to be so good. And everyone's like, cool, I don't need to watch anymore. Like, this is it. <laughs> and, like, there's definitely, yeah, I like season two a lot more. But it still has the elements of trying too hard, which is not my favorite thing. And I like to get wrapped up in characters and just lose myself. And Yep. Yep. And even in Gossip Girl, the original, I saw parts of myself in the characters, even though mm-hmm. they are supposed to be unobtainable. No, but, they, but a good writer should... Even like the most different person from you, you should be like, oh, I, I'm kind of like that. Even if it's like the tiniest thing. But then they like new characters. I'm just like, I don't relate really to anything. Or they're they're um, too. They're not. Uh, oh my god, I'm like so bad at like explaining myself today. They're too much. Okay, let's say you have like a hyper character, 
And it's like, but they gotta be hyper all the time. And it's like, that's not how normal people are. Normal yeah. people have like five personalities. <laughs> like, yeah, or like personality, personality moods, for, I should say. For moods. every occasion. Yeah, like it's like, or like you said, maybe a character is bisexual. But then like, that's, they make it their whole personality. It's that's, like, that's not a personality. That's just who they're interested what's in. That's the reboot the issues are. It's like, we have the characters cast. that cast. are very much like figuring out their sexuality. And then you have the ones that are very much like, let's make the world a better place. And you're like, this is literally, you're taking every single like Gen Z item topic that every person's talking about right yeah. now and trying to put it into one show yeah. within these six main characters or whatever it is, eight main characters and trying to push them all into the same people. I'm just like, this is too much. It's, it's not, not thought done. out enough. Like, it should be more like, it's just part of their personality, not their whole personality. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I've yes, I've watched it, and I watched the original. I love the original. I will never hate on the original. The so original is really good. Um, but I will say I'm almost at season six, and I'm, like, happy about it because... I, I need to be done with the rewatch of the original. Actually, I shouldn't even say rewatch. I really didn't watch the original when it was coming out, I think because I was in college. <laughs> like, I don't know why I didn't stick with it. Because season five is the, or the OG Gossip Girl, season five is getting so boring because they are dragging out the like Serena's dad is also her cousin's dad. And then like the girl was pretending, Charlie was pretending to be, anyway, the girl, Charlie was pretending to be Lola and like the real Charlotte Rhodes is Lola. And then the fake Charlotte Rhodes was Charlie. So like the mom hired an imposter because she didn't want, well, she was trying to get her trust fund, the long, the long one short of it, but it's so dragged out. Like it's literally been over 11 episodes, if not the whole season five and the end of season four. And I'm like, get a new storyline already. Or like Serena's being Gossip Girl and Georgina. I'm over it. I'm like, they need to move this along. So, but otherwise it's great because like I love Leighton Easter and like Lively and Penn Badgley. They're all all really good. Um, Okay, so how would you rate out of five? The reboot and the original. The original, I'd say, is probably like a four out of five. I love it, but it's not Ginny and Georgia. Um, yeah, they will never be Ginny and Georgia. And and the whole point of the original was to like have all these like designer names and all this stuff. And I feel like yep. the reboot isn't doing that for me. So I'd probably give it like a say the first season probably like a two out of five. And then the second season, I'd probably give it a little bit more, like a three and a half out of five. Mm -hmm. It's just like, yeah, I do enjoy watching it. But, and I do like the big surprises that you learn about certain characters' families. Um, But it's like trying too hard. And I don't like knowing who Gossip Girl is. I want the surprise at the end. That was the whole point of Gossip Girl. You're right. And they just kind of took out that fun like it's not guessing like i don't i don't get to guess like oh, is it one of these people it's one of those no you just know the whole time and you're like why don't the kids see it 
<laughs> yeah, and you're like, this is so dumb. I would say the original. I can't read the reboot because I didn't see it. The original I would give like a three, five out of five. Because even when I'm bored or waiting for the storyline to pass, they are so good actors. Yeah. Like Serena will have like a crying mon- monologue and I'm like, wait, I like want to watch. Like she's good. So it's like I I respect like that I they were all good actors. Yeah, oh my gosh. It, I thought, like, is she going to have her baby any day now? They're Probably. Like fourth baby. She's, like, huge. Did you see the um, post that she did? With the workout? Yeah. Trainer? <laughs> I don't like, oh, think this is working anymore. <laughs> I just read your mind. I was like, yep, saw it with the trainer. And she's it's like, so I've been doing the fun. method, whatever the trainer's name is. I don't think it's working. She's <laughs> pregnant. Oh, my God. Okay, there's this other girl on TikTok who's pregnant and, um, She's like a micro influencer, but it's so funny because she's like she'll still go to the gym and then she'll show like her rubbing like cocoa butter on her belly and like whatever. And she talks about pregnancy cravings, but she'll like still go to the gym every once in a while. And when I tell you that she does not look pregnant at all, I'm like, wait. And then like when she shows her like bump date, I'm like, but that's what my stomach looks like every day. <laughs> she's like four months pregnant. My favorite is the stories about like teen pregnancies and stuff, and they're like, I "This girl is also I was twenty, pregnant, so I didn't her know body I was me. pregnant, and then it just popped out." <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "I what? went to the bathroom and I had a baby. It was crazy. I thought I had bad oh, times." Literally, what it is? It's like I just have really bad cramps, and so I made my mom take me to the hospital. And they're like, "Guess what? You're having a baby." Okay, my question to those people. I love how we're like, we're going to talk about TV, but we need to talk about this. Because my question for those people, did you not notice you didn't have a period for nine months? Or didn't think, like, but so Or did they have an IUD where their period stopped and they still had a, they, but that's so dangerous to grow a full baby I for nine months with an IUD. most of the time that I've seen it is they're really athletes, really big athletes. <gasps> so their period is already spotty because they're working so hard and you know how much like runners always lose it no and your period your body can change so much if you're like underweight overweight yeah if you started working out recently so these are usually like the girl that i'm specifically thinking about that i saw her tiktok she was a cheerleader and one of like the top cheerleaders and so she had no idea because she just you know probably has not going to speculate too much but probably has an eating disorder because that's just yeah the vibe of cheerleading um, and probably just didn't have a period because she doesn't eat as many calories as she super young. She is. She was in high school. So, like, a lot of things pointed to she probably didn't have a period or had an irregular period already. So, it wasn't uncommon for her to go nine months without having a period. Um, and, like, you do forget. Okay, well... I don't know, but I, I kind of get the culture of like forgetting about it. Mm-hmm. I do. And then the doc, you go to the doctor's office and they're like, when was your last period? And you're like, Fla-. oh, <laughs> I know. When I knew one time, they're like, oh my God, no one ever knows. And I was like, I know, thank you so much. Like I got an Academy Award. I was like, I'd like to thank my period tracker app, <laughs> my family, like my friends, and God. <laughs> I decided to start tracking my period on an app and now I can just look back at that. And I'd also like to thank having the pill because that has made my period regular at the same time every single time she's like i got a schedule and um mom xoxo gossip girl oh my god but it's 
It is so true. It's like they literally. Are I'm like, like, I just like, thought I was blind. I'm like, okay, so you didn't feel any kicks. Well, then also it's dangerous because sometimes their babies are very premature or like really tiny. So it's like it could just look like a little bloated tummy and not like a full grown, healthy, big baby tummy. I don't know. So it's All scary. I care about is I want one and not have stretch marks. Oh, I already I got stretch marks, not on my stomach, but like my thighs. Exactly. I have my upper thighs. thighs. Yes, what is that? We're tall people, that's why. Tall and also, yes, with girls like getting hips, and then it's like you can't control it. Yeah, I have them in like my inner thighs. Yes, me too. Me too. I have them in my inner thighs. So I better not get it when I'm pregnant on my stomach. Yeah, not my perfect stomach. Yeah, (laughs) like outer inner thighs, I have it too. Um there is an ambulance driving outside. We suddenly live in like New, New York, York City. <laughs> <laughs> I read your mind before. Earlier, it's the same thing. Before I left for work. I hear them all the time and I got worried, but then I realized we do live near a fire station. Oh, I always get worried that our apartment complex is burning down. Because it <laughs> almost has a couple times. Like, literally. Yeah, like, if I lose everything from my apartment because these dumbass people who live here, I'm going to murder someone. Not literally, please don't take that seriously. <laughs> no, it's a, um, it's a phrase, calm down. Please calm down, FBI, if you're listening. <laughs> the um, government's always tapping in, it's a joke. My my family all worked in the government, so you don't have to worry. She's, about like, I'm on, she's on your side, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> my family's cops and used to be Asian, so don't worry about me. I'm not murdering anyone. I also love, like, I think, I don't know, Blair Leitmeister and Serena Blake Lively were pregnant at all during Gossip Girl because I'm pretty sure Blake married Ryan Reynolds at the end of or no maybe after right after it I think ended it right after okay so they probably weren't married yet so never mind Serena would not have been pregnant but I'm pretty sure Leitmeister may have maybe not had a baby it's like I remember one season. They're like having her in big silk pajamas or like in bed and I was like oh are they hiding her pregnancy. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I wanted to look that up. I but, don't know. But like their real lives with their work lives. I thought of a joke after um, about the murdering thing. I was going to be like, I'm no Georgia. Guys. <laughs> Georgia. Okay, do you think, well, huge spoiler, just like fast forward a couple minutes. Do you think Georgia, based on the big bombshell thing that happened in season two, is a serial killer? No. I don't consider her one either because. The other two guys she murdered, two? She's only murdered two. So yes. technically, We're, she's not. And one she didn't mean to. The first guy she didn't mean to. Oh, I guess it's been three now. Two of her own people, one. But the third, which I'm being nice and not like completely spoiling. Why? I mean, I kind of get because no, she it thought. it was definitely. I know. It was definitely to help. I know. She thought she was being a friend. Yeah. And but the thing is, it's like. It's that just because reason. it was drying out. They said he would be dead before Christmas. I know. And he wasn't. It was like a um, whole euthanasia thing. But isn't euthanasia supposed to come from the person actually in the coma? But how would they communicate if they're in the coma? Well, I know when you're in the hospital, if they're in a coma for so long, you can decide. To it's like a do not resuscitate after so much. But so it's long. not even that. That's like a specific thing. This is like if they're in a coma from, let's say, an accident, their next of kin can decide whether or not to keep them on life support. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. I've so, heard of that. technically, 
once they're in a coma, I don't know how long they have to be in a coma for to get that, but I know it is a possibility once you've been in a coma for so long for them to pull life support. Um, and then you die. I don't know how peacefully, because how peacefully can you really die unless you're actually sleeping? It was also like a weird setup. I know people have like hospice and things, but yeah. to be at the house and the, the caregiver, did they ever have one? Yeah, they did. Oh, okay. Just wasn't there that time. Hospice was in the house. Hospice usually has a caregiver there to make sure that everything's taken care of too. And they just weren't there that day? They were maybe on break or something. And oh, I were not there because uh, she was home. She was home and not dealing with the kid at that point. Like, you know, and by dealing with the kid, I mean not running him to school. Right. Not running him to grocery shopping. Yeah, not doing that stuff. Because they still have to have time off, I'm pretty sure, just like anyone does. If you're confused, watch, if what we're talking about, watch Ginny and Georgia, and you won't regret it. No, but maybe you want to wait until season three comes out. So you can binge it all at once. Um, okay, let's keep on this Netflix train. Emily in Paris. Ugh. Oh my god. What a major plot um, twist. I can't believe that was season three. That was season three. That's crazy. Because that also came out during COVID. Like season one was like ever watched during COVID. And it was like so out of touch and like dumb, but I really enjoyed it. Oh, everyone hated it during COVID. I will watch Emily in Paris in like one day. Oh, yeah. It's so great. It was um, which like, okay, it's so great. I'm like a little bit sarcastic because it's like, it's nothing compared to like Jenny and Georgia. Yeah. But it's still entertaining and I still love it. Well, it's like soap opera drama. Yeah, like it's a soap fun. opera comedy. Yeah. I um, yes, we both finished it. I would probably give it a four out of five. Yeah, I'd give it a four out of five. Um, Plus I love Lily Collins. I so love much. to see what they're wearing. I oh, love her. Okay. My favorite character was Kami, and then I hated what they did with her character this season. Ugh, so many thoughts. I didn't really like Elfie. Cass, you liked Elfie. Oh, that's because he's so pretty but like hat. <laughs> and his accent. She's like, I give him five out of five stars. I give him five out of five stars. Um, I would watch that man every single day if I could. I love her roommate, and I don't know her name. Her best friend. Mindy. Mindy, love her. Hate her new boyfriend. Yes. Who oh, he's obviously the villain, right? Yeah. Okay. At least a villain next season. Villainess. <laughs> and again, there's also a major spoiler in that, which I won't spoil. But like, I feel like he's the villain-ish. Like, I feel like he's yeah, he's supposed to be the villain, but like also not. And I'm confused on whether he should be or not. Basically, you and I said for the spoiler that I won't say, but I'll skirt around it. It either isn't what we think. <laughs> That was said. <laughs> it's like puppets. Or it's a lie. Yes. Or it's a lie and it's not, it didn't really happen. Correct. So do it, do with that what you wish. So again, major cliffhanger, just like Janine Georgia. Major so cliffhanger. Netflix, if you're listening, please hurry it up. Hurry it up. <laughs> Pay those actors more. Like, I don't care. Both major cliffhangers, which is a sign of a good show because like who wouldn't want that but genuinely in the last 30 seconds of each of the shows of each of those. yes yeah, yeah it's literally super annoying um and it was like are you serious i'm gonna murder someone and darren started emily in paris and he also did sex and the city and younger younger so good it's over now you would love it 
It's similar to the bold type. So you type. would love it. I never finished the bold type soda. <laughs> I, I did, and I don't remember the end of it. Maybe I only know the one that looks like you that's on White Lotus. I only remember her storyline, but I don't remember Sorry. the other ones. Well, I remember, the dark, I remember the dark hair girls, too. I forgot her name. Andy? I don't remember Sutton. No, her name's not Andy. I don't know. It was Kat Sutton. And I'm sorry to the dark-haired girl. <laughs> the main character. <laughs> the main character. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was something with an A, but not Andy. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, okay. That's really going to bug me. I finished Dead to Me, which is the series finale, which was season three, but also the end of the series. I so I can start watching oh, that again. Then I'm not going to spoil it because... Um, See, I, all I'll say is seasons one and two, five out of five stars. Like season one, especially so freaking good. Season three, 2.5 stars. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Rewind to the bold type. The main character, Cass. Jane. Jane. Not even close. I Googled me. it. Do you know what I was thinking of? She looks like Andy Dorfman, who was on The Bachelor, Bachelorette, like literally 10 years ago. And if you Google Andy Dorfman, you would think it was that actress. So I, I'm just going to say that was in my brain. Crazy. Anyway. Um, so I will say Dead to Me, sorry, season three is a 2.5 out of five stars. And the other two were five out of five. Now, was it very emotional? Did I cry? A thousand percent. But I just, it was boring. I didn't enjoy it. I started watching it again today. But I will say, like, those, of course, those actresses, amazing. Their friendship, amazing. Amazing show about female friendship. Oh, guess what? Another show about female friendship. <laughs> Firefly Lane. <laughs> Which you also would love. That was, I finished season two. That was really good. Oh my God, the last episode. What is with all these emotional shows? Tears. <laughs> I wasn't even on my period when I cried. Um, 4.5 5 out of 5. Firefly Lane. 4.5 out of 5. Firefly Lane. That's really, really hard to say. Um, wow. I haven't watched Harry and Meghan either. Okay, I watched Harry and Meghan because yes, I'm exposing myself. I have no life and watch all these TV shows. <laughs> like, how embarrassing for me. I actually watched this with my parents when I was home over Christmas and they enjoyed it immensely. I am just gonna say I'm Team Meghan. Sorry, everybody. Don't really care about like the Royals, so I'm like totally Team Meghan and Harry. You know what we should do? We should have Amber on again and have her <gasps> talk about Because she's British. It. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. That's we'll have to so good. That. We'll record. Yeah. We'll record. Um, so look out for that. <laughs> look out for that because I am no world expert, and, but I do love Harry and Meghan, and I thought it was very interesting. Guess what we both watched? Sex Lives of College Girls. Because apparently we both have no life. <laughs> we also finished that in a couple days. <laughs> oh no, no, because no, they released I, they released like two at a time. And I took longer because Brandon I had to convince Brandon to yes. it up. When you get your significant other to watch it with you, then you have to wait for them. It's a whole other thing. So Cass and I were like, okay, sex lives of college which we both watched. 
and we, we don't remember what happened. Yeah, we're like, we're like, wait, what happened? And it was funny because that was a, an HBO Max original where they think I think every Thursday they release two episodes at a time. Because I remember watching two back to back every Thursday. I, I remember watching it for the most part, and then I had to wait for Brandon to catch up. So then you could just binge it. <laughs> I did truly. Um, well, and we, we're not going to spoil what happens again. That it ends on like two cliffhangers, like two major plot yeah. lines that they're going to continue in season three. As long as they continue seasons. Yeah, I think they have like a cult following. I do um, too. I know I like kind of talk. I didn't talk shit about Sex Lives of College Girls like a few pods ago, but I was like, I don't know, it's not that relatable. But then I got, then it got really good, and I was like, this is very entertaining. Yeah, I like season two a lot more than season one. I agree. And I will say I won't spoil plot lines, but my I will say my favorite character is Kimberly. And she's Timothy Chalamet's like twin sister or sister. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. They have the same face. It's really like he's that big actor. It's really scary. <laughs> but she's my favorite. And then my least favorite is Bella. Sorry. I just... The whole, I think that's why I was like talking shit is because Bella's character is like so sex positive, but it's like shoved down your throat. And I just don't, it's not realistic. It's like the typecast characters we were I talking about. I mean, that about. is kind of realistic nowadays. Okay. And then we said that's because cast is like pretty newly out of college. So it's like Gen Z college kids, girls were more raised more sex, sex positive. positive. Yeah. So then we're like, you know what? I get it. I get what Mindy Kaling was trying to do. But I, I still think Bella's my least favorite. Yeah, we both. But again, she's both our least favorite. Um, I'm like the weird person who's like awkward about sex and was not raised in this sex positive household. Yeah. You're both raised Catholic. Exactly. Like, like, we got yes. shoved down our yes. throats. If you have sex, God will hate you. No, mean girls, you will die. Exactly. <laughs> like, we were shoved down our throats. Like, do not have sex before marriage. So, and I was scared to death. Every time. Oh, yeah. I, me too. I constantly thought I was going to be the next Mary. I was like, I'm going to be pregnant. And then right. I was like, yeah. Like, yeah. That's how scared I was of it. Like, it's so true. <laughs> but yet, I've somehow turned into like, uh, in the way I talk and the way I joke, not the way I act, into a Samantha from Sex and City, where it's like everything I think is like, you know, like a Samantha joke, which is kind of Bella esque. Um, which we always talk about. What Sex and City character are you? Yeah, and then I yeah. So that's what's funny with my Charlotte. She always gets awkward when everyone. She's like, "Shh, be quiet." Yeah, you're like, saying it too loud. People are looking in like, public, that and I'm like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, like with friends, I'm fine talking about it. But still, like out in public, like, "Shh." Yeah, <laughs> so I say that too loud. So I mean, I kind of get what. The character they're writing for Bella, you know, was supposed to be a positive role model, but Bella gets hella annoying, and also makes some really what are dumb you, you decisions. From hella? I know I said hella like earlier, too, and I was like, okay, new me, new year. Um, so yeah, I just she's my least favorite, but you have a different favorite. I do. I love Layton. I love her so much. I am really sorry, but like I didn't even know her name was Layton. <laughs> I, I just, just googled it. it. Forgetting the other characters' names, and, and I, I don't know the other. And then name. I had to make sure you were talking about Kimberly being Timothy Chalamet's sister. Yeah, I had yeah. to see it. Is is it? Do they not have the same face? I can kind of see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's maybe why I'm like so always weirded out by her. I'm like, there's something about her, and I just yeah, don't I know. know it. No, I know. She just plays awkward really good. So like, she I just think she's a really good actress. She is a very good actress. I hate the awkward. It stresses me out. I just like. I kind of wonder, do we think they're really good actresses, actors, or are they typecast? Yeah, or is like that's their kind of personality and um, they play off of that because it's like close to how they are in real life. Don't know. Well, I think since Kimberly is Timothy Chalamet's sibling, like I think she has to be a good actress. I would agree, and I also think she wouldn't be that awkward in real life. I would help. Like, because again, that's she does it like to a cringy a cringy amount which is how I feel like Bella does her shtick to a cringy amount you can have like a good balance yeah but it's a tv show it's meant for entertainment it, I would still give it 4.5 out of 5 for season 2 no season 2 yeah season 2 or like a 4 out of 5 I do a 4 out of 5 again Ginny and Georgia is always going to be my number yeah, 1 yeah that just is like that's my number 1 too so now what is the other girl's name? <laughs> Sex Lives. It's of Whitney. Whitney Layton. Kimberly. Kimberly. And Bella. And Bella. Okay. Now that we just because everyone is like the blonde girl, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's like we just helped. The awkward girl. Yeah, the awkward <laughs> girl. The one that talks about sex. Like we just helped America know their names. Yeah, I don't know why it's so hard to remember their names. It is like it's like that in every show that he joked about that for White Lotus. Anyway. Um, and I think that Ginny and Georgia just remembered it easy, easy to, well, now I can't even talk. Easy to remember Ginny and Georgia because it's the title of the show. Yeah. And also with Firefly Lane, like they say the name so much to an annoying amount that I actually do know their main characters' names <laughs> because they were constantly saying it. And the one is like a kind of like an Oprah type figure. So they're like, the Tully Hart show. And it's like constant. She's like a celebrity, basically. So you hear their names are like in your face. Um, basically, like the only other two shows I could talk about because Cass is going to talk reality TV slash like documentary. Um, Danny and I watched The Glory, which is a new show on Netflix, which major trigger warning about bullying. It's like a... It's a show that we had to watch with English subtitles. So I don't know the actual creator, so I won't like sound dumb and say it, but just like look it up on Netflix. It's probably still in the top 10. Um, but it's this girl that is a full-blown adult and she's taking revenge on her high school bullies. Oh. It's so intense. And part two is coming in March. So if you want to wait, then binge it all together. <laughs> But that I would give like, I got three out of five because it's like really hard to watch because what they do to her like is disgusting. Um, and then I am literally almost a year late to this. I finally finished Tell Me Lies on Hulu, which was also based off a book. And I already knew the spoilers, but that acting was really good. It's just like took me forever to get through because it's such like a, I don't know, like, it's a good college show, but it's also, like, one of the guys is definitely a psychopath. It just took me a while to get through because it wasn't super entertaining. It was almost, like, so much dialogue 
that I'm just like, okay, 10 hours of this show. Like I had to spread it out over six months. Like, <laughs> um, I would go to three out of five. And now apparently the two main characters are dating in real life. And I don't like it because now I associate the guy, Steven, as the psychopath. And it's like, <laughs> why is she dating him? Even though it's his character. Um, but sometimes people play that character way too good. That's true. And also it's like, branch out. Like, you gotta date <laughs> each other? Like, come on. <laughs> All news. Yeah, like, that. it's been done. Dating your co-star. Come on. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I've been watching not that much reality TV lately because I've been busy watching all the new stuff on Netflix. Yeah. Um, but I finished Winter House, obviously, because I have to watch Paige, Paige and everything. Paige. And Craig. <laughs> okay, and Craig was on... As yeah, well, or yeah. just showed up? No, he's on it as well. He's on it. Okay. Him and Austin from Southern Charm were on both season one and season two of Winter House. And then the rest of the people are um, from Summer House and or are brought in for the season. So, you know, it was an interesting time. Some of them, I just, it's so, it's so boring. Yeah. <laughs> I think everything's been played. Um, I hate Lindsay. <laughs> Um, yes, um, I actually know who Lindsay is from you, so I know exactly what you're talking about. And then I hated the girl they brought in this year that looks like Lindsay. I forget her name. Um, <laughs> it happens. And she acts the same, so it's just Lindsay 2.0 that now that Lindsay's sober and not fucking shit up anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I am just not, yeah, and then she the Lindsay lookalike was mad at Paige for like half the season and I'm like how can you be mean to Paige and mad at Paige like no she's like the most real on the show no she's like you guys are mean girls blah 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 and like they invited you to shit you're just a dumb bitch she wants to hang out with the boys so don't even act like you're all that is she the villain then this season at least or every season um she was new this season oh okay so she so brought her they brought her in this season uh What's his name brought her in? I forget what his name is. Um, but yeah, anyways, it was interesting. And then like Sierra and Austin were fighting a lot because they had unresolved stuff from when they dated last season of Winter House. And, and it was just like every single episode was the same arguments over and over yeah, again. Yeah, and then the Kardashians. And then Craig kind of flipped his shit at one point and was like freaking the fuck out when he was drunk. Um, and I was like, this seems like old Craig. Where is new Craig? Um, like Craig's in stating page Craig, not Craig. Yeah, like Southern Charm. The beginning of Southern Charm Craig. BP before Paige. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not the gas station. Yeah. Me. Yeah. BP um, Craig coming back to haunt him. Um, so, also, like, they, reality producers, like, they probably tried to ignite that ending so bad to get a good clip of him losing his shit, you know? Yeah. Like, God knows, like, how exhausted he was and, like, what they were Oh, it was doing literally the him. first episode. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably like, They're like do take again. more shots, take yeah. more shots. Let's really go. Um, anyways, but I like watching it because Paige is always slaying with all her fashion choices and she's, like, always in cute, like, so suits and boots and all that because it's winter yeah she's starting looks which is like what a reality star needs to do yeah and um always love her little comments on 
the like, you know, the interview portions. Um, she always says something funny. Um, this year it was something like, Lindsay's great at PR. Maybe she should do my PR. <laughs> or something along those lines. And I was like, that is hilarious. Um, but I don't know. It's old news. Even when they bring new people in, it's like the same arguments. And I'm like, I need something more fresh. Like, can you bring me in? <laughs> You're like, I'm willing. I I'm said willing. I was. I'm able. I will come. I will do whatever. Um, not really, because I would hate to be the villain. But. <laughs> right, it's like, that's what I mean. They always need that character. Like, Did I'll make someone else the villain, but no. And me. I don't watch Southern Charm, but you do. Oh, yeah. Did you hear they fired Catherine? They did. Okay, I saw... Where did I see this? Was no, it on another I podcast? Seen it. Is it? It was either Which on a podcast. Headline. I both follow her and I follow Bravo, so I feel like I should have seen that. I was like shocked. Okay, Catherine Southern like Charm. That's probably not like I feel like that's something someone's making up. Page six. So take this with a grain of salt. Eight hours ago, Southern Charm star Catherine Dennis fired after eight seasons. Reality T. Catherine Dennis is reportedly fired after eight seasons. Yeah, but then it says out for season nine as production begins. That doesn't mean she was fired. That means she could have had an ultimatum and she left on her own, which if they were forcing her out, that's kind of like being fired. I feel like they wouldn't want to force her out, though. She brings all the drama. So Unless that's weird. Unless someone else said, I will continue doing it. Well, who else bring this is the only other reality TV tidbit? Because I watched Beverly Hills Housewives for a while. Lisa Rinna. Was, oh, I just heard. Yeah. Right, and she brings all the drama, but she was fired slash is not coming back. Yeah, so I'm wondering if, like, Kathy Hilton will be the new villain. <laughs> like, I wonder if, like, Naomi or Leva or someone said, I'm not coming back. See? And if, since Leva has her new show, see, maybe that's why. Yeah, that could Leva's very well be the reason. Yeah. I know that there was something messy to do with the like reunion episode of winter house of like someone didn't show up so they canceled it and people were saying it was craig and then Paige and sierra followed but i just feel like it's not like no. craig's been doing this for years i doubt yeah. craig would do that i don't think so so whatever and then and then i watched all the below decks what was the most recent one i watched i don't remember oh i still need to watch one of the below decks is below deck also on network and they show it on peacock I think it might be on like not no, TLC. I think it's on Peacock now. Is it just the Peacock original? Now it is. It used to be on network, but Below Deck Australia, so like Down Under, Below Deck Down Under was a Peacock original. So I think it's only on Peacock. Yeah. Now. I mean, I bet they still show it on network, but like I think it's a Peacock thing now. Okay. Anyway, so I watched all of those. I love those. I love the drama. Um, I know that one of the episodes in one of the newer seasons, they have one of the Real Housewives on as one of the guests. Oh, interesting. So I need to keep watching. Um, and then the last show that I watched recently was Death in the Dorms, which is kind of ironic that it just released since like the Idaho yeah, murder stuff was Moscow happening. Moscow murders. Um, and thank God they found the guy. I mean, I know. Oh my God, that whole story is bone chilling. I know. I'm obsessed I knew with like that. reading about it. Like, they had someone in mind, they just weren't saying anything. Right. Like, obviously. You, see, she respects law enforcement. We told the <laughs> government. Obviously, the police had I'm like looking mind. up at like, the <laughs> like God. in the sky. <laughs> God, the government, whoever you are. Um, yeah. I guess we should be praying to Alex Earl now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I knew they, like, 
everyone's freaking out. Like, why are the cops doing nothing? Like, the cops aren't doing anything. They're doing stuff. They're just not telling us anything because it's purposeful because they want to make sure they catch the right person because if they release too much information, then they won't have the stuff. The person will go running. And then, two, they didn't want him running. So he was already out of state. So they already had to deal with that. But, again, they don't want him running, like, to another country where they have to extradite him. So, (laughs) obviously. Um, And I just want to say he's a really dumb fucking stupid criminology major. (laughs) I was also a criminal justice minor, and I probably could have perfected a murder better than he did. No, literally, like, when I read, I think it was the 30th of December. So it was, like, they arrested him right before New Year's Eve. I was so freaking happy because, like, get the trial going. Like, I... Oh my god, I hope this guy rots. Oh, he will. It's insane. They have so much evidence against him that they're going to have to. Still don't understand how the roommate didn't call for hours and hours. It's so crazy reading about that on Reddit because everyone's like, we can't victim blame. And like, you know, if you were in that traumatic situation. But like, we all have the same thought. I'm sorry. We all had that thought. Like, I just, I pray that like, no one's in that situation but if you are that like of course it's so traumatic but like we all have our cell phone like call 911 hide in your yeah. closet lock your door hide in your closet or call like, 911 like you're watching him leave if he leaves call 911 then you don't have to worry about him hearing you it's really it's really traumatic all around left like people alive no it's so scary and then the how you said the um the whole like criminology part of it, it's like he must have been very flustered because the the knife cover was left. I know. So that's like what you're talking about with like maybe rah. it's because the boyfriend was there and he wasn't expecting any men to be in the house because men can usually overpower other men. right, right. Girls. Like yeah, he, yeah. Mm-hmm. it was just it's really it's insane. Also, I saw something. It's like watching TikTok before he did it. <gasps> he was sitting in his car scrolling through TikTok before he went in murder. Oh, what his phone was on airplane mode? I think it was before he drove over to the house. Because how freaking obvious, too, that you turn off your location for amount of time and then you turn it back on. Yeah. It's like he's so guilty. Yeah. Um, the other thing is it's just like the cops are thinking that this probably wasn't his first murder. So they're like, <gasps> two murders in, oh my God. in what? Pennsylvania. Because you don't go from murdering no one and murdering four people. But people were saying he didn't expect. Well, but he still people. expected like the roommates that were there. Yeah, the so that, yeah, something, something's not adding up there. Uh, so but, they they're looking into cold cases in Pennsylvania where he's from oh God. to see if he murdered anyone while he was oh living there. Oh my God. Okay, well I hope they saw some stuff out of that. Like because, can you imagine? I just can't even imagine being like connected to any of those families. Um, the show that you said you just watched. Yes. Can you imagine how many shows are going to come out of this? Oh, I can't. Wait. Idaho. Uh, sorry, murder. I can't wait. I love Ritter. Like, there's going to be so many. Like, this is anyway. Be, so yes, yeah. Death in the Dorms. Each episode is about a specific murder. They have people that are getting interviewed, so they have usually family members, people that went to the school um, during the time. Anyways, a lot of them are like older murders, like two thousands. 
like that when I was in college, when I was still a kid. <laughs> um, but the most recent one that they had on there was the poor girl who was murdered at University of South Carolina in 2019, who got into a car thinking it was her Uber, but it wasn't her Uber. It was this man trying to kill someone, and she was stabbed a hundred times. It's like so sick, and he was a complete stranger. Yeah, so that was the, the family is the one who started the like what's my name campaign where you make sure you don't tell the uber driver your name you ask who is this uber for because he probably she probably went up to the car and said is this for her name and then he was like yes and she got in um and then realized it wasn't and he had the child lock on the car <gasps> so she couldn't get out and she someone couldn't roll out of the car jump out of the no because car. someone had to open it to let her out and i'm oh, guessing if she, that he had the child lock on the doors i'm guessing he also had it on the windows so she couldn't even jump out of the windows oh my god yeah so if you get an uber or lyft or any car service say who is this for don't tell them your name first yeah and always double check license plate even though i know most ubers now have them printed and on the side of the door i still always go and check the back because i'm paranoid and I know they're supposed to have an Uber sticker or like a lift has the light up. I like how lift has like the light up strobe light almost. But but think of how many people she saved. Oh yeah. Think of her parents doing that kind of campaign and like raising awareness for psychos that, you know, will pretend to be your children. She probably saved a lot of people and Unfortunately, oh she was ended up being the victim. She was a senior at University of South Carolina, so um, that really sucks for her. She was almost out of college. That's like these Idaho And she, she was just going out and partying, wanted to go home, called an Uber, and she got in a car. She was, she was being responsible. She was actually being responsible. Yeah, and then she ended up being murdered. He tried to pawn off her phone. Like, he scrubbed his car clean, like, all this stuff. But anyways, he's in jail. Yeah, um, it's like, we, <laughs> you wonder why we don't leave our house. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, we don't want to do anything. Yeah, so I did watch that. Each episode is its own thing, so it's really nice because you don't feel like you have to watch the next episode, even though I did because I was like, I need to watch another one. Yeah, it's like but they're contained um, and then with every the single one of them except for one was um, a man murdered a woman. It was really interesting. Okay. There were two fires that were started to cover up tracks. I thought that was really interesting. And then one was a poor man who was murdered by his fraternity brothers because oh my of god their hazing oh my god so be careful i'm gonna have there. to watch that i just <laughs> i'm gonna have to watch don't go into hazing if you really don't want to just no that is so horrible actually i think i did hear that story but i'm gonna still watch that no it wasn't the one that like the ones that i hear on the news are all about drinking this wasn't drinking they beat him so much he died oh my god that's disgusting yeah oh i hate stories like that um, but that was a huge TV recap, <laughs> reality, documentary, um, lots of stuff to watch. Finally, like we said, Netflix is back. Netflix was snoozing for the longest time. Oh, I know. And now they're freaking back, like with their shows. I know. I'm like, why don't you spread this out throughout the year? So I have something to look forward to. Uh, yeah, it all came out at once. And I will say that Kaleidoscope show where you can watch in any order is so boring. Danny and I got through one and a half episodes and we we're like, oh, let's do like the colors of the rainbow, like in order. I guess Netflix puts an order up for you. But then they're like, just kidding, you have to watch white because it's all colors, like red, orange, yellow, white. You have to watch white last. 
Nobody knew that. So don't put out something that's like you can wash in any order, but just kidding, you have to wash the white up so last. So it's so boring. It's about like a heist. Do not recommend. I'm not finishing it. So boring. So that's whatever. <laughs> but I know there's like a lot of movies out too. Yeah, I watched the new Knives Out movie. I still have to watch it. Glass Onion. Yeah, you have to. I have Madeline to watch Klein's in it. I love Madeline Klein and Cass is like her number one fan. I am. I stalk her all the time. So I have to that's watch That's because I Glass always want to see all the Outer Banks characters when I'm in Charleston and I never see them. So I always look for Southern Tribe people and then Outer Banks because they filmed down there. So Brandon's brother goes to school down there and he actually saw them. So. Oh, we're gonna have to go to Charleston way more because it's the greatest place in the world. I know. Uh, there. Cass, we have a drink of the pod. Oh yeah. Woo-hoo. This episode's gonna be our longest ever. A longest <laughs> literally ever. Back with another drink of the pod. <laughs> yeah, Cass is like, we're back with another drink. Of the pod. This is what happens when we just record this part. <laughs> okay, this is very like a I very interesting normally. drink of the pod, though. We are it's chilled. South African liqueur. African amarula. 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 Yeah. And it has a uh, an African elephant, elephant, elephant on it, and it's a cream liqueur. 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 <laughs> I, we feel like Moira Rose right now. <laughs> okay. We never do anything. Okay, but we're both trying this for the first time. Yep. Cheers. It smells. It smelled really good, like candy. And let me taste it again. It still tastes like candy. Mmm. Yeah. It's like. Almost it looks like, a like milk does. that's what okay so it's like a candied <laughs> orange milk yeah. liquid yeah but it, it tastes a tint of orange but it it's tastes like, like a milk dud yes if it had orange in it it tastes like a cadbury egg <laughs> <laughs> so we okay wow <laughs> so we pre-recorded some drink of the pods a few episodes ago and we were drinking so much so if we sound hammered it's because we were (laughs) the fact that we were like liquor liquor (laughs) i can't we were laughing so hard um Um, that's really entertaining so that was our third drink so we had had a margarita a cosmo so the last two episodes drinks and then we had this and then after this, we had a shot, which I recorded, so we have to post it Oh, I think we had a couple shots. Uh, it was, what a time. Uh, we, we finished the, the little bottle of Patron. Oh, we did? Oops. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. But on Friday for our girls' night, we should drink more of that liqueur. Oh my god, yes, it was so, so good. Much. And I couldn't, I remember what it looked like, a little bit of the taste, but <laughs> listening back, I could taste, it's like I was tasting it right now. <laughs> So we hope you enjoyed our little drunk little chat about our drink of the pod. Obviously, I wasn't that drunk because I did title it Drink of the Pod 2. So I knew which one to put into our episode. But yeah, second one of the year. That was hilarious to listen back to because we was like, we need to listen to it to see where to talk about next. <laughs> but this is our longest episode ever, probably. Yeah, we hope you listen to the whole thing. Yes, it will be our longest episode. I know we had another one that was an hour and a half. It would, like, our other one, maybe when we rated Taylor Swift. Yeah, it was Taylor Swift. Might have been an hour 15, hour and a half. This might beat it, but 
Who knows? We hope you listen to the thing. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.